of these quick tip episodes like a cold water swim. In just a few minutes, you can get some amazing benefits to support you on your speaking journey. And bonus, the only thing that's getting wet here is your appetite to try this stuff out. And if you have a question you want me to answer about anything related to speaking, storytelling, pitching, performance or humour, then DM me on Instagram, LinkedIn or Twitter at SarahArcher15. Hello and welcome to the first ever quick tip episode. As the name suggests, these are going to be short, sharp and very useful. So let's get into today's one. It is in response to a question I had, which was, can you teach me comic timing? In short, yes, I can. So let's talk about, first of all, my definition of comic timing. And I thought long and hard about this. And at first I was thinking about audience connection, all that good stuff. But actually, in essence, and to keep it super simple, and little tip here, the better you are at something, the easier you'll be able to make it for people to understand. So in very simplistic terms, in my humble opinion, comic timing is about knowing when to start and knowing when to stop. Let's go a little bit deeper on that. So knowing when to start. When you are telling a joke and you want to give a punchline, there is a little tiny pause before you share the punchline. And that pause is a subliminal signal to the audience that the payoff is coming. And I want to talk, I'm going to talk about reframing what I've just said in terms of punchline um, later on, because there are different types of punchline. And I want to get that across to you. But so first of all, knowing when to start. So knowing when to deliver the punchline. Knowing when to start is also relevant for if we are doing something uh, around clowning. So there may be a gesture or a sort of arch of the eyebrow or a movement that we do when we're speaking that elicits a, a laugh from the audience. And this you will see often in clowning. If the audience laughs at something, there is an opportunity to get further laugh by doing it again. You have to manage this carefully But knowing when to start is recognising when that moment comes that you've done something that they found hilarious and just starting that once more or, you know, reading how many times you can do it before the audience starts to get frustrated. But, you know, there may be at least another opportunity for you to get another laugh by um, doing that thing again by repetition. So knowing when to start in terms of telling the punchline, giving that little pause and then knowing when to start when you've recognized they've laughed at something that you could get an extra laugh by by repetition. Okay, so that's knowing when to start. Knowing when to stop is all about knowing when to stop the laughter first of all. So let's say your audience is laughing at a joke, when do you stop that laughter and come in with the next part of your talk or whatever it is? And I always think about this as almost a wave. So you'll know when your audience laughter gets to the sort of high point, the crescendo, if you like, and it starts to fade off just as it's starting to fade off is when you need to sort of cut the laughter off and start, you know, stop the laughter and start with your next part of the talk. So so that's it. Don't tread on the laughter. 
And, you know, again, with that repetition thing, knowing when to stop that when you've milked it as far as you can and then carry on. So that's as simple as I can get it. Comic timing is about knowing when to start and knowing when to stop. Now, let's talk about the ingredients of comic timing. In my opinion, there are three ingredients. First of all, is being connected to your audience, reading that audience. And that is all about being present in the moment. That's why we've got to let go of scripts and memorizing talks and all of that good stuff and reading slides because if we're doing all of that we can't be present with our audience we can't read the audience therefore we can't know when those moments come for us to start and stop so that's the first thing second you need to have confidence and that's knowing how you know to have the confidence to put that pause in to have the confidence to come in and take back control when the audience has got to that that crescendo and and also confidence to let it get to the high point and not stop them too soon because if you do keep cutting the audience off as I've said probably in other podcasts you will educate them to to not laugh you'll teach them to not laugh because they'll be worried about missing whatever you're going to say next so you've got to give them that space and that's about confidence third ingredient is practice yes I can teach comic timing The best way to get good at it, though, is to practice. And that's getting out and sharing your message or getting into a a group where you can test this stuff out, test your material, uh, play with these little pauses and all good stuff like that. So practice is the third ingredient. Now, I talked about reframing the punchline. So when I said that little pause before the punchline, a punchline could be a joke, like a, a words of a joke. A punchline could also be an expression, a, a sort of arch of an eyebrow, a move, eyebrow, a movement. It doesn't have to be words. You know, often a little gesture, a nod of the head, a wink at the audience can be a punchline in itself. It's sort of in that context. So I just want to let you know that you have other tools besides, you know, jokes um, to play with. Exaggeration is also another type of punchline, you know. So when we say, you know, pause before the punchline, it doesn't necessarily just mean a traditional sort of joke that you would see a comedian doing. We have to be careful in business how we use humour. We've got to use it responsibly and appropriately. So um, a punchline doesn't necessarily fit with that set up punch traditional joke formula. It can do, but it doesn't always do that. Could be a, a slide that we show or a video or something, or you know, a, a meme on a on a slide or something like that. Okay, so tips for building this skill of comic timing. One I've already given you is practice. Um, the other thing that I would say is watch some comedy, watch comedians, see how they use that little pause before their punchline, see how they use gestures and expressions to milk laughter. Um, all of that stuff you will see if you start watching comedians and it will help you with your speaking. Um, and just, yeah, practice, test it out. That's my best bit of advice for you. Get in a, in a, in a group or something like that where you can play with this stuff and uh, try it out. So that's the quick tip for today. Comic timing. You can learn it. 
There are, you know, little tools and tricks and tips, some of which I've shared today that will help you get this into action and build that rapport and connection and relationship with your audience and get that wonderful payoff of a laugh. So there you go. That's been the first quick tip episode. I hope you found it useful. And uh, as ever, thank you for choosing to listen to the Speaking Club podcast. If you're not subscribed to the show um, and you enjoy it, go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll be doing more of these quick tip episodes and so you'll get notified when they're coming out. Also, if you are a regular listener of the show and you haven't yet left an honest rating or review, then I would really appreciate you taking just a couple of minutes. I promise that's all it takes to go and do that. And one of the easiest ways to do that is to go to ratethispodcast.com slash TSC standing for the speaking club so tsc or of course you can leave a rating or review where you listen to it uh currently whether it's a podcast or amazon whatever smashing i will catch you next time have a fantastic rest of your week and uh yeah get out and make people laugh bye-bye if you want to be more memorable and engaging when you talk then you need to share more stories Stories can help you better connect with your audience and their problems and get them leaning in more powerfully than anything else. And short, snackable stories are great to use in pitches, Facebook Lives, podcasts, videos, keynotes, webinars, blogs, in fact, everywhere to share your message and grow your business. The trouble is that finding your snackable stories and confidently sharing them can feel like a struggle. And that struggle can slow you down or stop you in your tracks. But that's where my free Snackable Story Challenge comes in. Over the course of just five days, I'm going to give you resources, training and coaching to help you find your authentic personal stories to share and build your skills and confidence in sharing them. Not only that, but the challenge will guide you towards a tangible result at the end and assets for you to use going forward. The next challenge is starting soon. So to grab your space, go to saraharcher.co.uk slash challenge right now.